Want to start the new year off right? Don't go to the gym. Give the PhD this podcast. Uh, Liz, I love the gym. But Zai, don't you love the podcast too? This isn't a competition, Liz, and usually people have to tell me that not everything's a competition. Well, how about this? When you go to the gym, give the PhD this podcast on Patreon. PhD this podcast has been going strong for five years. We are more excited than ever about the world of podcasting as academics. We want to keep bringing you great content, and to do that, we need your help with the cost of production. That's right, Zai. Through Patreon, you will support our 2020 vision for PhD this podcast. Better features, new equipment, and you'll get exclusive access to original content like the bloopers reel for this ad, by the way, and our reading list and outtake. Propose an episode. Get a special shout out. See how exciting this is all going to be? Help us take the podcast to the next level. Click on the Patreon link to find out the many ways that you can support us. And as always, even if you can't support us financially, you can always help out by following us on Facebook and Twitter under Page Divas Podcast. It helps a lot when you rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Page Divas Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. Liz Wayne, representative from the STEM fields. And I'm Dr. Zainiao, representing humanities from English. Yay! And we're together in the same room in London. Which you probably can never tell the difference if when we're doing it right. Yeah, hopefully with our, with our editing and so forth and magic. Yeah. As it were. Um, and of course we're a podcast about academia, culture, and justice, and Pakistan, humanities, but sometimes I guess the Atlantic Ocean divide. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Many divides. We should add that. We should add that in there. So, Zai and I were having this conversation a little bit earlier, and we thought we'd cue you in on, on it. So I asked Zai, how much would you pay me to uh, rub my feet? Pay me to rub How much? No, I want you to rub my feet, okay, and I... Yeah. Because you said, how would pay me as in, like... How much pay? would you pay? Okay. How much would I... How like much would you charge? So I rub your feet. To yes. rub my feet. Yes. yes. What is your fee for rubbing my feet? Mm-hmm. My crusty feet. Actually, well, my soft... Never mind. Yeah. Well, you could have just imagined, if listeners, what the state of Liz's feet, regardless. <laughs> um, but I guess it sort of doesn't necessarily matter what the thing is itself. It's like this whole psychological question of, like, what is the value of what will Liz want to, to pay? What? But, but also, like, how much do I... Is that how you answer when someone asks how much you charge to rub their feet? Also, I guess I'd be, like... but She's making a face. Yeah. So, so the answer would be like, like five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Okay, you gave me a number. It's five hundred dollars. How much do you think it's worth, like, to answer my phone call or to come get me when I say I'm sick in the middle of London? <laughs> this is something that happened. It did I happen. Had to, I had to come rescue Liz. I was sick. <laughs> uh, but I guess it's also funny because, like, as she's asking this, like, we're we're used to maybe not putting value on some of those things. Right. Um. So on the one hand, the phone thing is just very light, and you sort of think like, oh, this amount of time is worth blah blah. But then, like, going to, like, rescue your sick friend in a foreign city is something yeah. that you don't want to be like, oh, and by the way, Liz, you, you owe, owe me. me. <laughs> I mean, they both took 30 minutes of time. They both involved doing things you may not have wanted to do. <laughs> I wanted to rescue you. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you, you should also want to rub my feet, too. So the, <laughs> so the point that we, were, that we were thinking about is that there are some things that we can give a charge to or that um, a worth to much more easily than some of the things, other things that we do for free that are still equally laborious. Mm-hmm. And 
if it's hard enough to think about that in our personal context, in our personal lives, then how does that pan out in an academic context where there are things that we do that are have a value, such as I get paid to teach a course, I get mm-hmm. paid to have students, but what about getting paid to, um, you know, do talk, additional counseling? Do or, counseling. Or you asked to give a talk and you have to be like, what are my speaker's views? What am I Right, or for? to host a podcast that we know helps thousands of listeners. Yeah, Yay. so <laughs> sort of background context on this is also that we are going to launch our Patreon, but it's been, Da-da-da-da. but I think basically I was the one who's been procrastinating on it for at least a year, maybe two <laughs> years. And it's precisely because of this question of like, of value and like mm-hmm. asking like how do I value it but then then how do we then go about the the asking of it right which is very loaded you know what let's just let's just talk about this sign so why is it loaded hmm like in general I think it is because perhaps I've always been really engaged doing things in student community or like academic communities I'm used to doing it for free I'm used to giving lots of volunteer labor and not being recognized uh, recognized okay. for it, unfortunately. And so I'm used to just having this giving and not having it be valued in a quantitative sense. Hmm. It's interesting. So Zai and I have differing opinions on this. Mm-hmm. So for me, for me, asking is about supporting the continuance of me doing that thing that people like do- me mm-hmm. doing. So in other words, I'm not really... If I'm asking for something, it's it's because I need that to keep doing the thing. Mm-hmm. And this is a way of asking for support. Mm-hmm. Which is a much more positive way of doing it. I think for me, maybe it gets into this whole area of like existential angst and like the question of like value on an ontological level. And I'd also want to say <laughs> that like I do have friends who Wait, are wait, economists. break that down. What does that mean? <laughs> Zion, what does this mean? So like ontology being one of the main branches of philosophy that has to do with like the philosophy of being. I know. I meant oh, say okay. it in like very basic terms. Oh, oh, this is this is difficult. Uh, just like, I think it t- gets I, to really very fundamental questions about what things are valued, on maybe a historical level. So on you're like just saying it makes you level. uncomfortable. Yeah, basically, it makes me deeply uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the, that is the main effect. You. <laughs> <laughs> Also, apologies to economists listening to us. I do have economist friends, I'll say. Uh, (laughs) But obviously, that hasn't rubbed off on me. (laughs) Okay, so what would make you feel better about doing this? I guess I don't know. I think the difference is also, I was thinking about in terms of how, in my personal life, I I value things or my time. I realize I have a different scale for things for myself versus my friends, because they're the people that I care about. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to sacrifice things for myself that if I saw it, my friends doing, I would never think it's acceptable. Okay, if your friends had a podcast and you wanted to raise funds that would do things like help us buy equipment that would make it easier to interview other awesome women, that would help us pay for the cost of launching a SoundCloud account that we store all of the wonderful episodes on that we mm-hmm. give to you, that it would help us buy better equipment, what would you say that was worth? Definitely that's worth something. What would you say it's worth? Because the point is not about what we what we think they should be giving, right? Mm. The The whole point of a pe- Patreon is that if they feel, if they're able to support and they feel like supporting, they mm. do. 
And if mm-hmm. they don't, they still listen and they don't. And that's still fine. Yeah. Like, I, just, I guess it's also, like, so difficult for me to deal with quantifiable things and quantifying things as well. Is this why you didn't want to do math? <laughs> uh, no, that's, there's other reasons. It has to do with the fact that I don't like doing exercises. Exercises? Like, with the way that you have to, like, practice. Practice. Practice questions or, like... Once you, like, learn the sort of thing and you have to, like, just do... Like, oh, about math itself. Okay, okay. Yeah, and, like, doing homework. I don't like doing homework. <laughs> this is also why I didn't continue with music, because I didn't like practicing either. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All I right. Could, like, my... I guess my personality is not inclined to a certain type of orderliness. That's interesting. We yeah. can talk about that later. Yeah. Which All right. Has interesting di- disciplinary ramifications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we wanted to have this conversation with you guys as a way for two purposes. One is to secretly, non-secretly say we are launching our Patreon account and we hope that you guys can contribute to help us by supporting the podcast and its initiatives, which would really help us in terms of getting better equipment to improve the audio, to help us interview other women. And that would include being able to do three-way international calling, things of that nature and um, getting other equipment that will allow us to interview people on site more easily. Mm-hmm. Cost of hosting, things yes, like that. Yes, cost of hosting and things like that. So we want to make a better product for you guys. Mm-hmm. And maybe even, depending on how well this works, even getting an intern or someone who can help us mm-hmm. do some of these things, particularly as we move forward and become awesome faculty members trying to change the world. Mm-hmm. But the other part that we wanted you guys to witness is the things that you may not think about us, which is that we have flaws and we have, I'm not sure the right words, insecurities, but we have doubts and lots of questions and asking for help on things that we've been doing for free normally is hard. And we wanted you to see that we thought about it, that we still continue to think about it and that we still struggle with that even though we are extremely awesome. I'm looking at Zion with very knowingly knowing eyes at the moment. Yeah, because like, so part of it also in the pull procrastinating on the Patreon thing is like Liz suggested it and then I, I was the one who like sort of like was like, eh. and then I, I basically managed to like dodge the question for a very long time and then for it by like putting work into it, dividing it up and it's like, no, we should review it again and mm-hmm. other things like that. Or it's like, oh, this doesn't quite feel like the right moments. Just being uncomfortable with talking about it. And I guess there's also, you know, there's also a large social thing in general that people don't like talking about money. Liz has always been very good about it. And I've just oh, I'm awful like, at eh. talking about money, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to talk about this work than it is to talk about, like, personal money. Mm. Oh, God, this whole other question. <laughs> like, personal finances. Yeah. This is something that we want to show the difficulty of confronting this question. Yeah. yeah, while simultaneously knowing that we need to do it or that we, we want to do it because we want to make it better. There are many things that we'd like to do. Yeah, I do think it's hard asking for help and in particular asking for help about something of this nature because we're putting ourselves forward, right? Mm-hmm. We're saying that we think we do something well and we like to keep doing it mm-hmm. and we think that it has a value. And now I, I think the other interesting part of this is that when you put out a, a, a Patreon account, you're saying, well, no, you're not saying you want to work, but there's an assumption that you think it's worth something. And it's almost like a test, like mm-hmm. a measurement, mm-hmm. where you get to see, well, who actually agrees with us. Yeah. And I think that can also in itself be something that people want to avoid. Mm-hmm. It's easier to think you're worth something than to like sometimes go through the hoop of the test. Mm-hmm. Well, how much are you right and how much are you not right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
is it a sort of a blow to ego at that point as well? And for as much as a patch a Patreon account that did have subscribers would suggest that what you're doing is good, there's also a level of that doesn't exactly always mean that you're really good. As in, there can still be listeners who cannot contribute financially, mm-hmm. place great value in what we do, but can't contribute. And so there's like this false dichotomy you can fall into where you think the only way you have worth is by people who do this. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And I guess like this. <laughs> so we're like, overthinking this, clearly. Yeah. But we just want to do it on the podcast because, you know. Yeah, I guess like so some of the other traps is like, like if we thought of this as coming from a hobby, mm. somehow that seems like it's less value. But also I think perhaps it's also tied to some sort of like the, the emotional and social labor that particularly as women and women of color tends to be expected of, of people. Mm. Not that you guys are expecting it, but like maybe we're just used to like giving it into our, in our different social situations. Because actually like the podcast did grow out of us doing that, if we think about it. Like it was sort of our work, but it was not like we were being fully compensated for like a lot of the emotional work and education that we were doing on yeah. it in everyday life i thought it was fun yeah it's also <laughs> it's also fun but i guess it's also balanced like sometimes it's one of those it was fun and have. i knew no one was listening <laughs> <laughs> and now it's fun and i'm realizing that people are listening and then it's like oh and then it's fun and i realize people are listening and i realize there's a benefit that people get from it mm-hmm. and so it's definitely morphed for me at least mm-hmm it does make me well I feel like I've said it a couple times but it's like this does feel like one of the good things I've done with my life (laughs) I don't know if that sounds really happy or very sad (laughs) I think it can be I think it's happy I think it's happy so for all the listeners out there who may be thinking about something that they're doing in their lives and thinking how do I share this with other people and how do I say I need you guys to see the work that I do, and I need people to value the work that I do. Um, Particularly when it feels like maybe other people are doing the same type of work, or other people are, how does my work compare to other people? And I would just say that it's the work you do is important. Mm -hmm. It's a craft that you're growing, and it is always worth something. Mm And see, it's easier for me to say that about other people than to say that for myself. Yeah. And see, actually, you should contribute to the Patreon so that Zion can get help about that. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Because that is a problem. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. This is is me withdrawing into my emotional shell. The armor's going up. (laughs) Yeah, the armor is going up, Zion. And if you want to buy more armor, you can do that if people contribute. See how I'm just going to keep going back and forth to this. Yeah. yeah, this is something I've been working on. I think it's getting easier for me to do it. Because you're doing all these different talks and so forth. Is that part of um, it? It's like there's more occasions to sort of practice the the muscle of being able to know that you have value in asking for things. Like it's something that gets easier every time you do it. I do think that's a part of it. I, I think, yes, I think asking people to value your time has it has definitely helped me and I I would even say like the first after the first time I did it I got a lot of confidence Mm. just because the first time was awful Mm. and it was horrible and um I felt all sorts of weird things about about myself and what that might mean and oh they'll say no and oh I remember one of the ones that you were texting me about and I was like get all the money (laughs) when they had asked like 
like how much you charge or something like that. Um, and then of course it was easy for me to say. But yeah, 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 but um, it definitely helps. And and even then, I asked for help from other people. So I I kind of went to people who I thought were doing very similar things, and I and it was even having them say, by the way, you should ask for money for this. It's taking away from your job. It's taking away your free time. You're taking time to plan this. And this is how I would go about evaluating that. And so that was definitely helpful. And I think now it's easier to ask for that and easier to also take when people say no. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's like a weight off my shoulders because now I get to say, well, now I'll just do what I would have done normally. I didn't lose anything. Yeah. No, that's great. And I think it's also like I generally have problems asking for help. Like, it just is difficult. Like, I remember how agonizing it was, like, asking for letters of reference, and I still find it very awkward. Really? Yeah. Huh. I, like, it was so much angst, so much stress. To ask for letters? Yeah. <laughs> Zai, we are not the same person. See, the, I wish, see, I need to be more like you, which is, I guess, part of our, our friendship in that regard. Zai, I, like, I will call people, and I'm like, can, can you write a letter for me? Or I'll ask someone, who, who do you think I should ask to write a letter for me? Um, there and right now I'm actually working my way up the ladder because mm-hmm. one of the things about um, trying to be faculty and ultimately when you go for tenure is you need to be known in your field. Yeah. And part of that is by having the big people in your field know who you are, so that one day they can. When I'm prepping, so that one day these people who I don't actually have direct connections to will actually feel comfortable when I do say to them, "Can you write a letter for me?" Mm. See, that makes so much sense, and it makes sense to logically it, but I'm so bad at that. Hmm. But that being said, I, like, I have friends who think that I'm very good at like networking and things like that. Hmm. But I'm very, like, yeah, I wouldn't know how to leverage to ask other people how to do things. And, like, I guess it's different with, like, my supervisors, because now we have that, like, relationship that I'm used to asking, but, like, asking other people, like, scares me. Asking for other forms of help. Hmm. I'm starting to get better at that. Like, I have But this isn't help. Work with. This yeah. is different. This is yeah. not help. Like, a recommendation letter is not help. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's still, like, this sort of, I guess, this question of value. As in, do you deserve a letter from someone? Yeah. A good letter from someone. hmm But that's the thing. When you ask, they will tell you yes or no. hmm Or I'll ask in person. Or, again, like, I'm working my way up to it, so I'm like oh, you're going to be at this conference? I'm going to be at this conference too. Like, I'm giving a presentation. Mm. Or or I'd like to talk to you after your presentation. And I, I try to ask questions and fill them in. And I try to, you know, get in the same circle. Yeah, it's, I'm learning how to do that. It makes me feel uncomfortable to, to branch out and talk to people I've never met before. Mm-hmm. But I also know that I need them to know who I am. Mm-hmm. And I need them to associate me with their good pile of people. Mm-hmm. Like, they're rising stars in the field. I need them to think, when someone asks them who they think is good, I need my name to come up in that list. Mm-hmm. Like, here we're sort of exposing more of, like, the whole social apparatus behind <laughs> academia. <laughs> Zai, what is wrong? What is happening? In terms of what? You! <laughs> I cannot believe you don't think you deserve a good letter of recommendation. You need to go, you need to practice power poses in your office. Oh, but the that science was discredited. I said you need to go practice power poses in your office. Okay, we're in my office right now. Power pose. You need uh. to be like, I am Zion Yao, and I deserve a letter of recommendation from certain people, right? Mm-hmm. Once you've built up a certain 
before? Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's also what I'm anxious about. I'm anxious about a lot of things. Okay. Yeah. This is good. But <laughs> it's sort of funny because, like, this is, like, a smaller what? variation of, like, things like the difficulty of negotiating when you have a job. It's good that there's so much writing, say, on inside higher ed and so forth about the importance of negotiating when you're in the position to negotiate, to push for it. And then, but then, of course, we have those stories about how people, people get punished for it. Um, like I remember this, that one woman's uh, offer, tenure track offer, it got rescinded because she negotiated too hard. Yeah, not related to the recommendation letter. Yeah, I know. I realize that's a completely different thing because even like I, we recorded another episode, and I was like, recommendation letters are people's work. Like that's what you're supposed to do. But again, in practice, for me, these things are very different. <laughs> mm-hmm. At some point, I think we're gonna make PhD the stickers because I think it'd be really cool. Um, for people to maybe put them on their computers or on their oh, phones yeah. as a way of also letting people know that you are also a PhD of this podcast listener. So look out for those. We'll probably add those to the, P- the Patreon um, Yeah, that's Patreon true. Like, list. Yeah, the, definitely that's, yeah, opening up like the things that the money doesn't, as, as on the one hand, like equipments and, uh, and other things like that, but like a lot of initiatives. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there are lots of cool lot of things dreams. we'd like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we hope this conversation was... I don't know. Is interesting the right word? What's the right word, Zine? Hmm, I feel like I would also be stuck <laughs> on interesting. Uh, very transparent? Yeah, Awkward? Like, awkwardly transparent. Whatever the word is Honest. for that. Honest. Yeah. Um, we hope that you got something out of that. We hope that if nothing else, well, two things, because I actually do want two things from you. Because, yes, we want two things from you. One is that you look at the Patreon account, and if you can, contribute in any way you can. Or share it. Or share it, yes. Or just keep listening. And the second thing is that if there's something that you personally have been sitting on, and you've been thinking, I've been doing this, but I need more support to do it, I want you to get up right now, and I want you to go send that email, use those Twitter fingers, use those other (laughs) fingers, Go talk to the people in your life. Go call, text, Snapchat, whatever it is that you talk to. And I want you to do something about it today. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for now. Thank yeah. you so much for listening. As always, we love you. We know you're out there. Um, shout out to the people in Ireland that I met last week. I finally found out who all those listeners were from Ireland, and they are from the college, the University College of Dublin. So mm-hmm. thank you so much. Great to meet you, Stephanie. Oh, yeah. And also at the American Studies Association, I met two PhD of his listeners. One is Erica. Hey, Erica. The other one's Trisha, who's actually at UNC Chapel Hill. Wow. Cool. Yeah. Got to meet. Yeah. She's in, she's in English, so maybe that's one reason I mean, why you didn't meet. But, so. Yeah. That'd be really cool. But thanks so much for reaching out. It was really cool. It just made me, like, smile a lot. Yeah. yeah. We really appreciate you. And we've been sending each other texts. Oh, my God. We met people. Yeah. Yeah. So keep wearing your lipstick and your sparkly nail polish and keep being the awesome whatever people you are. Yeah. Makes you comfortable and makes you feel strong. Yeah. PhD of us signing off. Bye. Bye.